On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Our first guest this morning is a winner. Dun, 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 dun. The <laughs> primary yesterday whittled 10 to 2. Vicki Markison was the top vote getter in the mayoral primary. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me on at this, what for me now is a bright and early time because I went to bed at about 1130. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and you Thanks. sound pretty wide awake for uh an eleven thirty last night, girl. That's uh, that's awesome. So, well, I am normally a normal, uh, normally a morning person, and I, but I will admit, I just grab my coffee, so well, that'll that, keep me going. That's okay. I'm working on my third cup, so I'm a little <laughs> bit, I'm a little bit ahead of you. So, you won last night, but wow, uh, maybe it just starts again. What's next? How do you move from uh, a primary winner to mayoral winner? Well, the number one challenge when you have that many candidates is you you end up focusing on what's the differential between all of the individuals. And so now we get to focus on what is what are the main issues of lacrosse moving forward and how do we make sure that we're listening to people, finding the best solutions and engaging our, our great leaders that already are at City Hall, along with a whole batch of new city council members. I'm really sad that uh, there were just over 6,000 people who voted. I should say only 6,000 people who voted. Uh, and uh, uh, between the top three vote-getters, about half of uh, those voters uh, covered the, you and and Mitch and uh, Martin Gall. Uh how do you reach out to all the other voters and everybody who didn't vote? I've already had a text this morning uh, from a listener who said, why bother? After the Democrats did what they did in November, it doesn't matter if you vote anything other than Democrat. Just let them take over. You'll have to fight that issue as well. Well, honestly, that was coming up during the primary. A lot of people yeah. were asking, are you Democrat? Are you Republican? And I think the piece that we have to remember is this is technically a nonpartisan race. It's one of the reasons that I ran for it is it's an opportunity for us to think what is in the best interest of lacrosse and to leave a lot of that noise, hopefully, out of the conversation because our solutions are going to be local. They're going to rely on local people to get us through this and some of our nonprofits. And so I'm really looking forward to speaking to issues and not to party politics right it's not about the party it's about what are you going what are you going to do for me next that's what you'll hear mostly uh from voters in lacrosse hey congratulations i know you're not going back to bed but uh sit quietly enjoy your cup of coffee uh in your quiet kitchen and uh then have at it we'll certainly have an opportunity uh to talk many times between now and april 6th good luck thank you so much vicky markison top vote getter yay vicky Number one, Mitch Reynolds, a little later, he was a number two vote-getter in the 10-person uh, primary. Dr. Joe Heim, it's not a, uh, thanks very much for talking with me this morning. I should uh, uh, pretend a little bit that we're just saying hi, even though we already did that, so people don't think I'm being <laughs> rude. Uh, just over 6,000 voters in a community of over 50,000 people. Yee! I, I was disappointed with that tiny little number of voters. Well, combination of the of the, uh, the cold certainly would keep a lot of people away. Even though you're not going to be waiting outside, you still have to go out to do this. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they had ten candidates to wade through—that's uh, that's a load for a lot of voters. You know, if you really want to pay attention, you got to do a lot of reading. 
I thought that uh, both Wisdom did uh, did a lot of help in in identifying issues and having uh, introducing the candidates. And I think the Lacrosse Tribune ran this very extensive uh, series on issues and. Uh, the combination, I think, at least got the message out there. But 10, 10 people, it's just a lot for the average voter to wait out. Well, and you just heard Vicki Markison say that her uh, moving forward, she will focus on issues because it's not uh, a partisan, it's not supposed to be a partisan. You're not supposed to be a Democrat <clears throat> mayor or a Republican mayor. You're supposed to be a mayor for all the people. How does any candidate do that? Is that a fine line? Is that a razor's edge you walk? Well, it's, uh, I think it's very possible, Mike. Uh, I don't think either of these are heavily political people in the sense that, uh, you know, I was kind of looking at the, some of the candidates had uh, political backgrounds, some had uh, business backgrounds. For example, Vicki Burke has a business background, uh, and uh, some had a media background, as you know, Mitch Reynolds. Uh, so you've got people running that are not necessarily political people. Uh, they obviously are aware of politics, and they know the, they know the issues. Uh, but they're not, uh, you know, we, uh, I don't think either of them are heavily identified as a Democrat or Republican. I do think, I'll tell you this, I do think that both of them, if there was a uh, continuum of liberal, conservative, of all the ten candidates, I do think that uh, these two candidates are a little more on the conservative side rather than the more liberal side. Maybe that uh, your listeners will be happy about that. Well, and, and so now those voters, and I hope there will be more of them voting on April 6th, I guess I'd have to take a look at what else is what else is going to bring voters to the polls besides uh, the potential for night nicer weather, uh, the mayor and any other important uh, positions. Otherwise, we're going to have another low voter turnout and half the people, two thirds of the people will be grumpy with whatever the winning uh, mayoral candidate does because they didn't vote for him. Well, Mike. I think people have maybe gotten a little bit of uh, overload from the politics of the last few months. You know, it's it's understandable. You know, I'm going to take a break here and uh, focus a little more on April. Uh, the state superintendent of public instruction race is going to be a classic uh, between uh, one candidate that's more uh, favors uh, teacher union and the other candidate uh, is a little more conservative, is supported by Republicans. That is going to bring people out simply because it's going to be an undercurrent of uh, politics. And in La Crosse, I think there's uh, competition in every one of the city council races. So uh, that's, uh, I, I think we're going to do okay. We, are, we, we in La Crosse area tend to get out and vote a little bit higher than the rest of the state, which I have always been, admired. I think that's one of the pluses here. And I think you've got an interesting combination for the mayor's race. You've got the first woman running. We could, in fact, have our first woman mayor. Uh, you also have a person heavily involved with media over the years, so you've got a media person versus a woman person, and uh, I think that makes for an interesting race. Right, and uh, one thing I, I got to go, of course, but uh, I appreciate it. I just thought I should tell you that at least uh, one listener is uh, still laughing listening to the radio because you said Mitch Reynolds is more of a conservative. Now that's funny. L O L O 